Hey guys, uh, this is Tim and I just want to apologize because really bad form on our very first episode, I kind of forgot to s to start recording on OBS and you know, the stream just happened and I figured, okay, I'll just wait for the VOD to come out and I'll download it and I'll extract the audio for the podcast, but me and my stupid self, I never got around to it and you know, Twitch has a uh, two week period before they nuke VODs. So I wasn't able to get the Twitch VOD, but I do have the local recording, but I'm missing the beginning. So yeah, this is the beginning of season two, episode one. And don't be alarmed when we just kind of go, when we kind of just jump straight into things. I will not uh, let this happen again. Thank you. Audit place, you grab your equipment and depending on how much money you have, you can get more things to add advantage to you while you discover what the true paranormal is and how to deal with it, record, escape, and fulfill the mission. And yes, you can die. No. <laughs> okay, have you guys ever watched um that MTV show? Well, it's not now that I'm older, I MTV's realize fear, right? MTV's fear, right? But it wasn't I didn't think MTV produced it. They just bought the rights to air it. Now that I'm older, I realize that's what it was. They were just like, okay, mm, they I were looking for shows to, they were looking for shows to uh, fill in dead time because apparently, you know, people didn't like watching music videos on the music channel, so they added some random shows about people ghost hunting. But hey, I I fell for, I fell for that hook line and sinker. I watched that. I freaking watched that when when I'm channel surfing. I'm like, oh shit, it's fear. Where are they are now? Abandoned prison? Are they at Alcatraz? I don't, I don't think they've ever did Alcatraz. That would have been like a... There's a lot of bureaucracy going to Alcatraz, right? Filming a ghost show there. Yeah, I don't remember the year they closed Alcatraz, but if they were able to film there, then super props to them for that. No, it probably wasn't Alcatraz. Probably, I'm, I'm remembering a prison. But anyway, yeah. Mm. I played Phasma... Fa phobia. Phasmophobia. <laughs> You got this. I, got I played Phasmophobia, and that's pretty much like the only new game I've played. Mm. Yeah. Okay, well, Barry, what have you been up to? Sorry. Well, <clears throat> before the break, or during the break, I was playing Cyberpunk because that game just came out. But lately, I've been playing Escape from Tarkov literally, I think, two weeks straight since I bought it. No, about a month straight since I bought it. It's a pretty fun game. Um, if you guys don't know what Escape from Tarkov is, it's essentially a kind of a pseudo battle royale slash PVE thing with a loot and uh, RPG elements. It's like a loot, loot and shoot. You know what that is? Like, uh, like Rust. Oh, I thought you or... said loot for a second. Loot. I'm like, very loot and shoot. Yeah, dude, I can't wait to just like chill with these hot <laughs> Russian singles. Okay, shut the head. You know what? Okay. You know what? The chat, we're not going to talk about the chat, but... <laughs> Uh, I shot that dude GG Glass like four times and I killed him. So the, you you can team kill it in, in Escape from Tarkov. It has like no HUD. Uh, so there's like no names above everyone. So you just kind of have to have situational awareness, which I'm terrible at. Guys, remember and, the good old days of PUBG and team kills? Yeah, imagine oh, that, yeah. but it's easier because <laughs> everyone dies in like one shot. It's pretty, it's pretty funny. And I remember Rob get Was it Rob? Rob, were you the one that was so pissed off because I'm like... We spent half an hour and I have the sickest sniper rifle. And I'm like, I'm not using it. So I'm like, you just shoot you. And I think you got so mad you rage quit out of the game. I don't recall this. I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't recall this. I got a lot of, I got clips for, from PUBG in our back, back in our old days. So I, mm -hmm. I could probably look it up. <laughs> oh, what's up, young money? Hey, welcome to the stream. 
But it, oh, yeah, Rob, uh, Barry's been, I've been playing Phasmoph Phasmophobia. Phasmophobia? <laughs> Phasmophobia. Barry's been playing Escape for Tarka what, what, and Cyberpunk. What have you been playing, Rob? Okay, so let me see if I can get this display capture working because there's no way for me to easily describe what this game is. Are you guys familiar with Junji Ito? Yeah. No. The okay. horror, horror manga artist, right? The horror manga artist. Um, and just his art is very unsettling to look at. And someone decided to make like an old school, like uh, PC-98 style or just like super old computer version of it. And to give you guys a taste of what that looks like, uh, opening this up. Wait, which one is it? Uh, there we go. This is the UI for oh, the battle Oh, God. Yeah, it's it's stuff like this. So you 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 pick your game mode, and um, I don't know if the mouse is showing like uh, anywhere on the screen. Maybe it doesn't, but it's okay. So you pick your avatar, and you go around town solving mysteries, and all the while you have this doom meter, which every action you take, uh, it gets closer and closer to the end of the world, and you pretty much have to solve all the mysteries and then um, beat whatever is at the end of your uh, playthrough's path because it's randomized. So Wait, no oh, playthrough is like really the same. Um, you'll have different debuffs. You'll have different storylines to work through. All that good stuff. Wait, is this a... Um, where can I get this game? Where, where do you play this? Right now... Uh, it's an early access, and their last update was in October. But you can get this on Steam, and I think Nintendo Switch. It doesn't Ooh. cost that much. I think maybe ten bucks at the most. And the music behind it really gives that like eerie era of like computer games from this time. Mm, okay, okay. Speaking of Nintendo Switch, I just remembered. Uh, Rob, you made oh. me download Hades. Oh my gosh! And yeah, actually, no, Hades and then is a. Uh, I never finished it, but I did put 20 hours into it. And that's a lot coming from me. That's a lot coming from okay. me. Okay. Right? Fair. Right, fair. Right, right, right. I okay, I'll get Man, I spent more I spent more time listening to the podcast you recommended to me about Xenogears. Well, there's there's one thing listening versus actually actively playing. Yeah, you you're you're actually right. You're yeah. actually right about that. I can't But I do remember us gushing about uh Hades in our episode 0. No, I can't I can't play I can't play video games while I'm driving. Don't do this, guys. Don't do that. That's, don't that's do that. true. Don't Don't do that. <laughs> oh, did you hear? Never Elon played Musk. It. Elon Musk has like a I don't know if it's like a joke or whatever, but his like new Tesla or whatever supposedly has a computer that you can play Cyberpunk in the vehicle. Oh yeah, no. I heard the compute, the gaming system inside it is like really, it's pretty good. It's like 1070 levels of like graphical capability. 1070 in a Tesla fudge. Yeah, man. Can't wait to overclock that. Overclock your Tesla. <laughs> gain, <laughs> gain, gain, gain like 30 horsepower hopefully on your. your <laughs> hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, your your speedometer doesn't like tie into your CPU speed. Yeah, oh. dude. Oh, like I, the computers of old. It's so funny. You know how, like, I describe when people ask me what is water cooling. I'm like, do you know how car radiators work? And it's come full circle now, right? <laughs> how are you gonna cool your car with the radiator? Water cooling your car? Yeah, that's how it works, right? Wait, are you, Actually, I don't you know. know. I've. There it is. <laughs> but you don't know how your car radiator works. Look, that's... <laughs> 
same thing as your water cooler. I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at what Barry has put up right now. The next generation the, uh... console. It's a stats page. Uh, Wait, can we just point out that the the comparison is that real? PS4... Yes, that the KFC, KFC console, console is real. No it, way! I thought it was real. a hoax this entire time. No, but look at the specs. It's ass. It's actually like a last gen like computer. But I know no, just but to compare the it. The KFC console. It wait. keeps your chicken warm. Wait, did, wait, <laughs> what KFC? What? Yeah, it's a real thing. Why? Oh, because it, <laughs> they, it, it it became it became a meme, and they were too late. They're like they were too deep into it to like really like chill wait, and wait, be wait, like, nah, wait. just kidding. Cooler Master does makes it have it. its own games like for designated for the system, or can it play stuff like? The dating sim, obviously. It's a, it, you can play Honey Pop Studio in it. That's what I'm saying. You know, the, the, the Colonel <sighs> Sanders, the Colonel Sanders, uh, da- dating, uh, dating, dating sim. sim? Yeah, yeah, that sounds. Oh man. Okay. Well, I'm so, well. Speaking of memes, that. <laughs> Go ahead. No, no, no. We're just like we're talking about Elon Musk and memes, and everyone knows about the GameStop. Uh, that's the only. It's like this. This really crappy retail store that's like kind of like in the business of old shit because no one buys physical anymore sorry matt uh i like how you have to explain gamestop no well i don't know maybe maybe we have some like new (laughs) listeners that are here for our beautiful b-list faces like i always joke around how i think we're handsome individuals but we're the kind of guys that girls would they wouldn't swipe left immediately but they'd have to think about it they would read the bio first. They read you know the I mean? bio when they look at us. <laughs> oh, that's a yikes. Reading the bio to, before swiping is a yikes. No, but then we're at least we're not an immediate swipe swipe left, right? That puts so much pressure though, just to make things like extra like you but not trying too hard you type of thing. But I don't know. Online dating is a mystery to me. Hmm. I actually lost my train of thought. Why did I talk about Tinder? <laughs> yeah, this is not a dating podcast. <laughs> no, I had I had something going. I had a thought. Like I was making an analogy. Wait, wait when we're handsome, what were we talking about uh, earlier? Memes. I had to explain. Elon GameStop. Musk memes. Um, GameStop. Barry saying that you know you're describing GameStop, and then that's when it divulged into where we are now. I don't know where I was going with that. Shoot, I have to. I have to uh, listen to the recordings Stonks. again. <laughs> no, but... I don't know. I don't know where it's going with that. But anyway, that's what we. Wait, been well, up why to. we go down the line? <laughs> <laughs> that's what we've been up to right now. I completely like. Sorry, I just kind of like blanked out there. I I had a. I I rolled with this. I don't know where I went. It's like that Michael Scott thing where he just starts a sentence and he doesn't know where it ends. But anyway, mm. gaming news, guys. Um, we have a we have a, a, a couple of things that we, we want to talk about that we've been looking about. Um, Google, they're finally allowing gambling apps. How, what do you think about that, guys? Eh, I mean, I don't understand. I mean, I understand the the benefit of it because that means they're going to get more money off of their commissions whenever someone does a transaction. We've already had gambling games. It's called Genshin Impact, but We're, it's called Robin Hood, dude. It's called Robin Hood. It's called it's called C. Uh, man, what the heck is the other one? There's another. There's a bunch. E Trade, Ameritrade, all of those. There's gambling everywhere. It's just a matter of 
what it's called really in, in reality. But I think it's good for Google because they do get a lot more money and it's good for the gambling applications because they get a lot more money. But it's going to be kind of interesting to see in the future how much this is going to destroy people <laughs> in reality. Yeah. Do you think like, like you're do you, I mean, on, a, on a small, tiny little screen too? It's so convenient to just uh, waste away your life, and I yeah, think that, and that's yeah. You no know, parents have to really, really like uh, bog down their kids, oh, like, Lord. like do not like oh, just can, can you imagine like the, the credit card bill? I mean, you already hear stories of like kids like uh, spending tens of thousands of dollars of their parents' money, um, <laughs> on microtransactions, and then suddenly mm-hmm. oh, gambling man, they really gotta like. I don't know if Google is going to implement any um, more. Uh, oh, there process. has to be age restriction. The thing is with with phones is that they, they have parental restrictions, so you can put parental restrictions based on your app. So I'm they're probably going to do that. Well, but I, mean, I think the the issue is that it's just super. The the, the fact that it's going to be on a mobile phone makes it so much easier for everyone to get involved in in, in gambling, and that's kind of mm-hmm. like that. That's what kind of stopped a lot of people from doing is just the the convenience really. And I, I think that's going to be a huge issue when it comes to like maybe in the in the coming coming months when people just realize how easy it is to gamble because they could just do it on their phone. They could they could just download a horse race app and just start throwing all their money away, you know. <laughs> and I, just, I mean, sorry, I'm throwing their Dogecoin away. You know what I mean? The no, I'm, ho- I'm holding ah. that shit, dude. I'm holding that. Yeah, hold it, hold it. Diamond hands. <laughs> I, I dropped like three hundred dollars on Dogecoin, guys. Uh, it went geez. up. Mm-hmm. It went up. I have. Like, uh, uh, what, is, what is the cent rate up now? To... Point zero. It was point zero zero two yesterday, I think, and now it's at five. It's at five. Oh, but okay. I, I bought. I think uh, its peak was at seven. Uh, yeah. Was it not? No. No. Oh yeah, I dropped down. It was but nine. Elon. Mm. Oh yeah, Elon Musk like tweeted out Dogecoin and it just it, it freaking skyrocketed. It was so funny. Mm. <laughs> so I have. That's why when you talk about it, <laughs> I have ten k of Dogecoin right now. Ten k uh, coins. So. If it hits a dollar, oh my god, it's 10k boys. Oh shit. No, I'm actually going to ca- I'm probably going to cash out when um I have enough I think to 50 cents. No, when I have enough to clear my debt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cuz you uh, bought it at like 2 cent or 1 cent, right? I bought it at 2 cents and I bought it I just bought recently at 3. Mm. So, anyway. I think Robinhood's actually limiting Dogecoin too. No, they, they they did, they did, but uh <laughs> I don't yeah. know about now, but anyway, that's besides gaming news. I mean, like you think about it, it is gambling, but yeah, read up on stocks, guys. Read up on stocks and investments. But we'll talk about gambling later. But oh no, we're back to gambling. Um, on the next point of uh, the next talking point is about how Google, you know, took a gamble with their whole, uh, I guess, distance gaming. What, what would you what would you guys call it? Cloud gaming. Cloud, Cloud gaming. gaming. Cloud, Cloud gaming. gaming. They took a gamble on this, like. Weird ass technology, and it didn't uh, work out because Google is shutting down uh, Stadia. Stadia? How do you Stadia. pronounce it? Stadia. Chat, well, it's you... more like going away, because it's not <laughs> going away. <laughs> it's awful. I well, I mean, it's not necessarily their Stadia platform, but it's their Stadia Studios, uh, which apparently made games. I didn't even know. But um, their Stadia Game Studios. Oh, so the thing is, like, with Google Stadia, it was kind of a kind of a shit show to begin with because the newest Chromecasts don't even support Stadia. So, like, mm. how can you have your flagship like streaming cloud-based uh, TV dongle not support your 
your flagship stream like cloud-based gaming platform that doesn't make sense even though it was a bullet point in their marketing and they don't have it on their newest one so you can already tell that's kind of a that's kind of bad news bears you know no okay wait i have a bunch of chromecasts did they expect mm -hmm. me to go and buy a controller for that or could it be, could i have used like a something at home you can use anything. It was it was supposed to be cloud. That's why it's cloud based. That's what the the benefit was. Is you could use like it was platform agnostic. You can use it on your browser. You can use it on your phone. You can use it on your Chromecast and whatever Android TVs were available. You could use it on that. But you know the the technology is super young, and the fact that they're trying to do it over Wi Fi when you're you have such a huge uh, sample size or such a huge variance of uh, different individuals who have different Wi Fi connections and different internet connections. It's going to be ass, especially in the NA. Like the United States has the, the like crappiest internet. Like re we can all we all see Spectrum hashtag Spectrum hashtag Comcast and all that. So you're gonna it's it's a terrible thing to implement in the United States. Maybe in Asia, even then, not even you know. So people think Asia has good internet, not really, not all the time. So mm. yeah, it's kind of tough to bring that out, especially when they have like PlayStation Now, GeForce Experience, or what's that called, Nvidia. Sh Nvidia, it's not Nvidia shield. has one. Nvidia, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the no, shield? no, 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 no. It's not the, not no. the shield. Not the shield. Shield is their like home. Uh... It's their. It's the. It's the best Android TV device. GeForce Now is what it's called. GeForce ah, now. okay. That sounds. Mm. That sounds like my software. Yeah. Oh, that's GeForce Experience. But it, it's straight booty butt cheeks, and I'm kind of glad that they they took a took a bet on it and lost because you know like companies do that all the time. I mean we. <laughs> mixer but yeah like you just you got to take a bet and forward the platform because if they didn't release it then maybe google uh, geforce now would not have been implemented as well or playstation now would not have been implemented as well because that stuff is actually really good when it comes to like backwards compatibility which the ps3 initially brought with playstation now and hopefully in the future when everyone has decent internet which we guam is getting pretty decent internet now mm -hmm. it'll be pretty cool to see mm. in like the next five to ten years just not now not now no, speaking then, of uh oh, wait, wait, wait. oh okay thank you um five to ten years have you guys heard of uh elon musk's plan starlink like i know i i, I brought him up again a second time um yeah. you starlink. know but uh this is just satellite starlink. satellite internet oh okay, yeah, yeah so imagine imagine this you pay $500 for a satellite to be shipped to your home and you hook it up and it talks to a satellite out in space. There's supposed to be 42,000 of these when the project is complete and you pay like 99 bucks a month to get like amazingly fast internet. Yeah, and the, I think the, the 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 issue that gamers had was like latency, latency, latency. But apparently I think they had a test on that where the latency is no different than your basic broadband connection, which was like, holy crap, wait, really? So you can imagine like these gigabit speeds uh, for $99 a month, which would be pretty cool. But the, the, the fact that you're going to have so much, so much extra satellites in space just to get that. Yeah, I'm, all that I'm curious just to floating around. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine? No, I mean, like okay. uh, my internet's okay. out. Why? Because my satellite fell into the ocean. Yeah. The one cool thing about this is if you think there's no infrastructure on Earth. Like, yeah, there wouldn't need, be. We mm. don't. We don't need an infrastructure. We don't need. I mean, of course, they'll have the data center because you need yeah. a data center to shoot up to the satellite and then, uh, I guess, do their bouncy, bouncy, and then go to you. But yeah, we don't need to run lines. We don't need to run like trench cables, fiber. 
This would be huge for rural areas, uh, remote areas, esports. No, yeah, actually it would because you could have easy peer-to-peer connections based on whatever, you know. You just shoot the satellite and it goes to some... I don't even know how peer-to-peer connections would work. We don't don't know. It's a little speculation, yeah, yeah. No, but I I imagine maybe instead of a like a bajillion satellites maybe we can maybe they can focus on like a couple of really good satellites that does wide coverage what do you think about that i think redundancy is more important than possible sure i think redundancy is more important though i would rather have forty-two thousand satellites of medium quality than 10 satellites of amazing quality that would uh house like a million people, a million subscribers. Well, mm. forty-two thousand seems like I, that's how, that's the number, right? Forty-two thousand is what they're trying to get by twenty twenty or twenty thirty-one. Forty-two thousand in the grand scheme of things isn't actually a lot. Like it isn't a lot. I mean, you think forty-two thousand is a lot, but if it's in the if it's in orbit, that no, it's, we're not really going to see it. It's it's it, they're not going to be that. It just seems like it's a lot, but you know, when you stretch out the whole thing. Okay, world. it it does actually sound like a lot when you consider that there are only six thousand satellites in orbit currently. Dang. So Dang. That's so, a lot of wait, what is what is the time frame? What is the time frame for this? Five, ten years? Um, that's a good question, but some no no, no I'm just like as a blanket uh guesstimate, because you can apply for it now. Like you can sign up for the beta. And uh, there have some been some people who have been sharing videos of their experience because they got the product already. But it's going to be like a slow rollout. Wait, what do you need to do to sign up for the beta? Do we have to pay? Is it like a... All right. Um, you just... Uh, here, Like, let me just post the link into our Discord. Um, but for those who are listening, it would just be uh, Starlink.com. Okay, Starlink.com. And it's... Right. Uh, website loads up. You put in your email address, uh, location, your service address to confirm location, and I haven't gotten further than that. Damn. Maybe if enough of us uh, sign up, they'll be like, "Hey, Guam wants a." I mean, Guam Let's would be drop the perfect a couple location, right? Over Guam. Yeah. Yeah. We'd be the perfect test subjects. I'm very curious of the ramifications this could have for like. Um, our local internet service providers here. But I don't think it'll replace it. Is a it. big price tag. It is a big price tag off the bat to invest in. I think. It, I think if anything, it would not drive business away from from the current telecoms. I think it'll be more or less an augmentation of them for specifically uh, people that just can't. Yeah, they can't get good internet in specific areas like Marizo and Gio. Mm. But um. You know, just to have just the fact that there's accessibility for the internet, if they can make like, I think the the, the grand scheme of things would be more accessible internet because I think that eventually in the internet should be a basic human right. I mean, everyone is connected at this point, and governments are already doing laws to create that as a basic need, just like power and water. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, that not specifically um, Tesla or SpaceX's um, business. But the concept of it would be amazing to have as a form of basic uh, human need, you know? Mm. And sad- I'd like to see where the technology goes based on what you said. <laughs> and then you're going to have a lot of conspiracy theorists. Like, if you think 5G is crazy, what, with the 42,000 oh, no. satellites in space <laughs> watching your every move? I don't know, man. Uh, I'm pretty sure that the <laughs> aftermath of uh, January 6th let them know that they don't need satellites to uh, to track. They've already got them in their pockets. 
But anyway, that's oh, um, back to um, Google Stadia, Stadia, whatever. Like I was, I was about to say that maybe they were actually using this as a R and D opportunity. Like you know, cause oh. in terms of latency, right? Because uh, in order to in order to get this product out to gamers, you know, to give them the best experience ever, they had to like really focus on latency because that's all we that's all we ever bitch about, right? So maybe they use this, you know. They got some data sets, data points, and uh, to tweak their internal uh, servers or whatever. Samurai Showdown. Oh my god. You yeah, know, he brought up a really good point. Fuck Stadia because of that. Samurai. So, the, the cool thing about Stadia is like, oh yeah, anyone can play it on any platform. But um, Stadia is basically mirroring or emulating PC gaming and putting it onto a platform, right? So anyone who is playing on Stadia, playing online, would be playing against PC players that are obviously playing on their own computers and their own internet connections. So when he mentions killing Samurai Shodan online, he means PC version. Because if people are playing on the Stadia, you're going to lag like hell and it's going to be not a good time. And Samurai Shodan's netcode is already ass to begin with. So oh, that could man. that's obviously a really good talking point when it comes to like the, not, not so much, like the downsides of, of cloud gaming. You got to deal with that kind of stuff. Like, oh, here comes the freaking peasant Stadia gamer. Stadia gamer 69420XXX is in the lobby now. Great. You know? <laughs> yeah, goodbye. Goodbye, Stadia. Hello, 42,000 satellites. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, you guys want to talk about the Amazon bro culture? Uh, I don't, I don't understand all of this article that I've linked, um, but the headline from IGN states, Amazon Game Studios report detailed struggles, quotes, bro culture, mismanagement, and canceled projects. Um, so I, I didn't really realize that Amazon made games first. Oh, all. yeah. They, they made a couple that were on Steam. They had Crucible, which was trying to sort of this, um, not asymmetrical, but this PvE sort of multiplayer experience. It was ass. And uh, oh. the, the cool thing, I mean, the, the, the crappy thing is, like, you mentioning that they, like these game projects closed. And people would spend money because, of course, it has micro microtransactions. And Crucible came out. It was literally only online for, like, eight months and then shut down. So oh, you can imagine... Sad. Yeah, you can imagine the amount of money that people put into a game, the game, and then you know it's all—it's always online. So if the servers go down, your money is essentially wasted, just like any Gacha or or mobile game experience too. So Amazon's been having this trouble of trying to get these games off the off off like off the base. And Crucible was supposed to be this esports experience. That's what it was meant to be, and it just fell in the water and I, I don't think any sort of amazon gaming experience uh, so far has gotten to that success and you can call that a success because it actually got off the ground and was released on steam and people played it <laughs> you know goodness so <clears throat> but outside of that I, I, mean, I do like how uh you brought up that you know they haven't really brought anything excellent to the table because uh reading this article apparently there's a gentleman who has been with amazon since the very uh, beginning uh, Mike Frazzini this dude was brought in to head Amazon games and you know with no experience in this field and decides to just um, the culture that he promoted in the workplace he expected that each of these games to be rolled out is going to be a billion dollar franchise um, and then so you got unsuccessful a... projects 
This guy's Go a on, 90s game executive then. Because that's pretty much what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're just like a bunch of like oil tycoons just coming in, just trying to cash in. Let's make a Doom port. We're just going to give this dude a bunch of pictures. Hey, make this on Jaguar. Hey, guys, you know? have you heard of the term esports? Mm, I think yeah. it's the next big thing. I bet they use esports with a capital E or lowercase E. Uh, like, which one do I use? No, but yeah, it's, kills it's, me. it's just a terrible issue because like you, you, you think that industry, the industry would learn. I mean, like a couple of people in our chat, I like know VGD is a game developer or, or is a QA tester dealing with corporate to just kind of like notice that corporate management is not people who are passionate of games but obviously they're from the accounting and hr department <laughs> so um having that be your management leader or your leaders in your company just kind of make it so it's like just a yeah fuck the suits man and just makes it terrible a terrible experience and all of the all of the direction is based on profit right mm -hmm. why do you and yeah, it makes sense, right? But that's what your accounting department's for. You shouldn't have the person who is the one who thinks about making money be the one to direct your your company, your gaming de gaming development studio, because then you're gonna basically just have a bunch of like love live cap freaking Genshin Impact games, you know, which just focus on making money. To be fair, Genshin Impact is a pretty good game, but. Wait, I wait. was about to say, of the type, that is a very <laughs> clean a very good looking one. Wait, really, really oh, quick. Man. Explain to me in like three sentences what Genshin Impact is. I've seen it. Breath of the Wild gotcha simulator. Okay, yeah, that's it. pretty much it, man. Okay, got it. Okay, got it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Because I've, I've seen it around, but I've never actually sat down and uh, really digested it. Yeah. So, like, it's it's a terrible situation, but I think it's best that amazon didn't get involved because of the specifics that these guys are clearly trying to make like you know they're 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 a huge conglomerate that's trying to cash in on a specific like industry and that would be gaming and get the hell out of our get the hell out of here just let me buy your freaking ram for tw 20 dollars off and i'll be like well i made a steal you know don't don't get into game industry. They just need to focus on uh, their deliveries and treating their employees oh, tipping, fairly. Yeah, <laughs> tipping their drivers. Yeah, they should do that. Oh man, yeah. Reading about that was ah. Yeah, so let's just get out. Let's just move on from that one. Fucking fuck Amazon, but I'll I'll buy Amazon. Stuff, Amazon dude. Game Studios. Bad news. Stay away. Yeah, didn't even know that was a thing. Anyway, uh, moving on. I have actually the next bullet point is Cyberpunk. You guys can talk oh, more about I, that. Like. We can't have sex with Keanu. They banned it. <laughs> so, so the background okay, to this. Okay, oh, okay, go ahead, okay. Bear. You you tell you tell it. No, I mean, like, it's basically... Cyberpunk is obviously a PC game, and for the consoles as well, except for the PS4. But, well, now it is. But anyway, uh, so, of course, it's a PC game, so you can mod it, right? So people modded um, Keanu Reeves into having a sex scene, because in Cyberpunk 2077, there is quite a bit of sex scenes that you can opt into to... I don't even think you get any benefit out of it, right? You just lose money. <laughs> like, you just I don't lose money if you watch a uh, a softcore sex scene. Yeah, and then they modded Keanu in, and you know, CD Projekt Red's like, hey, you can't do that. Uh, that's our IP, uh, especially I don't think Wait, Keanu so how, would appreciate how that. Did, how do they ban the, these mods? 
Well, um, it's not that they um they go to the websites themselves and ask them to like not sponsor these mods. I guess that's oh, one way so to do if it. If you share it on like Google Drive or Dropbox, you could still Yeah, could but still... if you put on like Game Banana or Game Mods, they'll probably like DMC. Nexus mods, they'll 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 come in they'll come and knocking. But yeah, in, if, so... if I were to mod my game right now, there is there any like mod detection, cheat detection? No. No. There's no anti cheat because no. there's no multiplayer. Oh, okay. So do you guys have? Yeah. This so your 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 fetish is your fetish with Keanu is you safe, guys, Tim. Yeah. We, do you guys have this mod? Did one of you download this? No. Mod? <laughs> oh, I never. I didn't download it. Chad, this was after you, I played. Did you, Chad, did any of you download this freaking mod? You know who would have it? Matt. <laughs> Matt would have it. You better, oh, you, better have, you better have. Anyway. Yeah, uh, it's a really of, short yeah. story, but yeah. It's well, a short I story. think it. I think it's um interesting in the sense that uh. It brings up a, a consent type of issue. Well, not really. I don't want to like dip my toe too much into this socially. But when you have like actors who are mo-capped and stuff like that, and you can do like an instant body swap and stuff like that, would that, in your eyes, be like a violation of someone's like, uh, I guess themselves, since they're presented in a way that's not meant to be shown in the media like that? I'm not fucking Keanu. I'm fucking Johnny Silverhand. <laughs> I think it's I think you have to separate the actor from the IP. Mm-hmm. So you're not necessarily I mean obviously everyone knows that's Keanu Reeves. Obviously mm-hmm. everyone knows that. But the inherent issue is that the IP is Johnny Silverhands and therefore that should be what is considered uh what you are <laughs> what you're fucking. I, I it's it's a really interesting situation, right? But I think mm-hmm. it's I think you definitely have to separate the actor from the IP cuz I mean, this isn't the first time this happened. Like, well, outside of, like, sex, yeah, obviously. But, like, nude mods <laughs> and all that stuff, right? Like, no, Mortal Kombat has, like, freaking Ronda Rousey in there and, and other actors. So, mm. you know, there's nude mods for that, you know, and that hasn't been really dealt with. We'll talk about... I, I want to talk about Mortal Kombat in a bit later. That's kind of funny, but... No, but yeah. Yeah, it's sure. a little different. Guys, I've watched speedruns of Cyberpunk, but the speedruns I watch are... Uh, z- um, the fastest sex scene. Like that, like any oh, percent. Oh yes, sex you scenes. link that. You link that. I think it was like what a ten-minute speed run from uh, start of the game to the first sex scene. Right, they had to do some glitches to bypass certain parts of the game early, but they eventually found themselves on the streets and ran to the spot, the only spot in the game where you can find prostitutes in this entire sprawling city, and then they found their partner and did the deed. They found in love ten in minutes. Face. Place, place, face, place. <laughs> no, but um, do you think that they're gonna fix all these uh, issues with Cyberpunk? Yes and no. It depends on what um you're asking. Like all these mod, or not mods, but all these glitches that you guys have been sharing. All this, oh, uh, yeah. like absolutely. Uh, okay. I mean, The Witcher, like, Rob had The Witcher 3 before we did, and he said, like, yeah, this UI is ass, but now that it's really good, right? So like wait for like a cyberpunk 2020 20, 20 2077 like game, game of the year, year. edition okay 100% better. yeah we, i think we mentioned this before when we talked about cyberpunk it's just gonna it just takes time for them to develop it but you know like having them rush out the item i'm shigeru miyamoto said it himself it's better to just not release a bad game and wait for a good game or something like that and then release a bad game and everyone remembers it as a bad game no but, no I, but, right that quote is the best thing is very poor is yeah. the Mm-hmm. No, well, the, the quote is I feel so that quote carries less weight 
today in some senses because oh, yeah. the the developers have the ability to you know patch the game but of course you don't want that as the precedent you want the game to be just like as the quote said done right one time one way and that's it yeah. not really something broken and then fix it along the way but yeah, no, VG brought it up where like the, yeah the crunch culture in, in gaming in the industry is just terrible you know like for like you don't ha- like a lot of a lot of industry professionals say like you don't have to crunch or rather their management says that to them but if you have a deadline and it's like two months away you're gonna have to crunch right it's mm-hmm. gonna it's just gonna happen and what the shitty thing is most most publisher studio or uh, publishing studios um they they fire their dudes because they're contractual they're only contract workers M- majority of them are like the industry standard is you have like a small sample of management who are salary based and get benefits and then you have a shitload of people qa testers developers programmers artists who are 1099 contractors they are only doing their they're based on like a set contract they have a very specific salary and they don't get benefits in overtime because of it so you can imagine all of this shit happening like all this crunch happening for like a studio like let's say um electronic arts right and that happens the game's out they don't they don't keep any of the contractors they essentially fire them after they're done like that shit sucks and you crunch because of it you crunch because of that game it fucking sucks and that yeah in the case developers were expressively okay with the crunch and they're played paid handsomely right that is not the case that is actually an exception to the rule a lot of co- a lot of companies if you if you watch digino gaming and like um all of these other like youtube uh, shows that talk about gaming development you're going to have a lot of in- instances where they don't get their bonus they don't get their they don't get get to get kept in the company because they are contract workers a lot of them are and that's what sucks like you don't have salary based centralized contract workers there yeah, Naughty Dog is a perfect example. Dumped seventy percent of their employees, or they quit because of whoa, terrible working conditions. Like CD Projekt Red and Respawn Entertainment are probably the two exceptions to this rule. Wait, didn't we talk about and this in the season one episode with uh, Wa- the Walking Dead studios? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh um, man, Telltale, 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 Yeah, yeah. <sighs> really, terrible really situation. But yeah, I mean that's just how it is. Uh, thankfully, CD Projekt Red, uh, like, you know, actually compensates their employees and stuff like that. But you know, the media really got to them, and just the management just couldn't keep up with it. And just mm-hmm. to have them get get um, a lawsuit on them from like the Polish government, it's kind of it, it sucks. Oh, man, that really really sucks. Um, do you guys yeah, know the I, specifics of that? Be... No, but we have an article that show, talks about it. <laughs> hey. Oh sure, yeah. Well, that really sucks. What? What? The pol is why is the Polish government themselves uh, suing suing CD Projekt Red? Well, they're just investigating them, um, mainly because CD Projekt Red is housed, I believe, in Poland. Mm-hmm. So that's it- probably what makes. Them. Yeah. No, because like, did the did the Polish government have a direct hand in um, the development, or is it because CD Projekt Red is getting so much bad press that they feel the need to investigate? Uh, I yeah, guess. because it could be. It I think could it's be, the latter. Yeah, the latter. Yeah, and VG brought it up again. This happens in a lot of creative industries, like the animation industry, the art, like uh, commercial art industry. I mean, Sora herself, um, notwithstanding any sort of information, has to like do a lot of sleepless nights because of this stuff. And it's just you know you have to crunch. Like sometimes deadlines are like that. 
and it's not necessarily an issue with crunch culture like crunching is going to happen right mm-hmm. it happens regardless it happens in every every workplace tim crunches i crunch rob crunches for like whatever social media whatever uh, tech uh, stuff we have to do uh but it should not be considered the first uh, option should, no it uh, should be the reg it shouldn't be on the regular it's one yeah, of those it things right. where like it be the standard it's as if like they see that you they see that you're able to crunch and suddenly that is your their standard for you that in their eyes okay they can produce that that amount of work in this amount of time yeah and then it's not considered crunch anymore no. because that's what you're able to do and the thing is we have we have a job that after the crunch happens we are still kept right <laughs> but these guys don't like they hope to get kept it's kind of like imagine go imagine a dev studio or a creative studio when you're a contract worker you're essentially a holiday hire and if you do enough good work maybe you'll get kept but most likely you won't because that's all the money they have specifically for that game so that really really it's, sucks it's, oh man yeah that's terrible i mean you just thinking about it from the perspective of you learn a game engine and you learn like things that are specific to this company and then you got to leave and take you can't even really take some of that experience with you. You got to learn stuff from scratch depending on where you go again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, thankfully, they unified a lot of the, the game engines. Everyone uses Unreal 3 or Unreal 4, sorry. Or one, Unreal, the Unreal 3. Engine. Yeah, they use <laughs> yes. one of the Unreal engines. Uh, people use Unity now, which is a very, very, very robust uh, engine now. Thank but, you. you know, Thank like- you, Barry. <laughs> you said, you, I was about to say Ubiquity. But yeah, Unity, yes, Unity. Yeah. So, it's it's not necessarily an issue with that. It's just having to constantly job search and just it it you if you learn so much about a game engine and you still have to work paycheck to like go from paycheck to paycheck for your dream, that just sucks. No, it just oh, sucks. <laughs> Sometimes like when because I know when I was a kid I wanted to be a game developer. I mean, that, that everyone did really everyone did yeah. You know? But then now I'm like. Yeah. Is, like reading about all this, I'm like, it's not. That. I'll just play them. <laughs> I'll just, I'm just gonna play video games. Well, I, I don't even play video games. I, I pretend I do. I play some. I, man, I, I'm exposing myself. I should shut up now. I'm I mean, you're telling the truth, man. That's perfectly fine. It just means that we can't recommend certain games to you because we know that you won't be able to finish them. Mm-hmm. No, if you give me, which a, is also fine. Well, Hades was fun. Twenty. That, that was that was a good twenty hours. Yeah. I mean, you know, you you still got my copy of Persona. You've had it for so long. They've released the ultimate edition for it already. Oh, somewhere here. Beautiful point brought up by Cabardian. So we do have a game developer that used to be on Guam. He actually got interviewed by KOEM the other day. Uh, Chair G Tables. He's he the was game on developer. Uh, AGDQ or SGTQ. Yeah, he was on. Yeah, AGTQ. He was the first V. It's so funny. The first VTuber who uh sped run his own game <laughs> like that's that's his first oh that's his first. wow yeah so he he's part of he's the main developer of lame the lame anyway short lame studios double... or whatever. oh yeah short hop double laser is the name of the game so like indie indie developers have less of this issue but are like always brought up to the same standard as like bigger studios and i'm like you know these guys actually care about their employees right mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so like chair 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 is a good a good example. Shout out to chair for being like a really cool guy and and you know understanding uh, game development and just we should actually have him on the show. That'll be pretty fun. Oh yeah, I guess. I mean, we have a little. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, our our faces are right there on the logo, but we could uh, move that around and add a fourth. Yeah. Or a guess. 
Yeah, no, that's actually a pretty good idea um, for for podcasts. And never, it's funny how that thought has never crossed my mind. We had guests. For and he had a good microphone. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, requir- it's required to have a really. No, it is a requirement. Oh wait, wait, it's a requirement. If you have like, if you're using one of these. If you're using a SteelSeries Arca 7 microphone, get the hell out of here. We're not going to talk to you. Oh, come on. No, I mean, it it depends on what the person does, I'd say. Like, um, you know, maybe we'll have someone who has, like, expertise and knowledge or a certain viewpoint. And even if the quality is not as uh, up there, the person will make it worthwhile. We'll tell them to go to UOG (laughs) Triton Esports uh, room and they can talk to us from there. Those are pretty good mics. Aw. They yeah, sound pretty they ever watch do they show. allow in this environment? Do they allow people to go up there and uh, oh, do yeah. things like that? Yeah, we, we mm. had an award show for Laddie Esports at the Triton Esports. Um, I don't want to say gym, but room. So, where is the okay. room? Where is that? Room? Uh, I don't know. I've never been there. <laughs> I was supposed to go there for the Triton Esports thing, but uh, I, I fell asleep. So, the cool kid. Where is it, Adrian? Where where, where is that room? I'm pretty I, sure I, it has to be in the freaking Bark Building or something like that, or the English Building, right? Top wow, secret. Top top secret. secret. It, wow, wow. <laughs> wow. It's in. I bet it's like in the library or something in one of the AV rooms. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, oh, it is in the comments. That makes sense. Okay, okay, okay. Cool. Okay, okay. No, but yeah, um, that pretty much uh, that's it for our our show. We we uh, finish up our bullet points, and I'm trying not to uh, get this as long as episode zero. Episode zero took forever, and I'm so sorry. Due to my inebriated state at that time, I did not save anything of episode zero. But so, if you were there for episode zero, you were there for a moment. You were there for a moment in history. Limited edition GG episode, you know. <laughs> NG. No, yeah, it was. It was. It was some good oh, time. No, you were you're, you're still carrying a torch for the GG days based on, you know, your yeah. source for video game music. I'm like, I haven't heard that. I almost said that. No, I only, you know, we're listening to the sick Chrono Trigger track that you provided earlier. You know what? But oh, yeah, thanks. Just, uh, but yeah, that pretty much ends our show. Um, man, I got to think about a closing thing. Uh, I'm not sure exactly. So what doing yeah. Next? Yeah, yeah, when are we? When's our next episode? I mm-hmm. think I'm fine with the monthly thing. What do you guys think? Chat, what do you think? Monthly? Every yeah. two weeks, bi- is it bi- Is it bi- I think bi- bi-monthly. Bi- bi-weekly? Or is oh, it bi-weekly. bi-monthly? It's, see, it's, it's either or. It's like sharp and flat for Tim. Yeah. Wait, uh, bi-weekly means every two weeks, right? Yes. Okay. I'm done with every two weeks or every month. Don't matter to me. We can talk okay. about more things. Because yeah. you know? that, that hiatus we had between episode zero and episode uh, now. Two, yeah. Um, yeah, we, yeah, I, mean, I, I forgot the content of some of the articles I linked. I'm yeah, like, I think, oh, <laughs> I think two weeks, everything every two weeks is fine. I think every two, two weeks, weeks, okay. Yeah, we can bring it. We up. will I'm down for two see weeks, you yeah. guys on the 18th. Yeah. Yes, 18th, I think, yeah, bi weekly. Um, depends mm-hmm. on how, you know what, yeah, 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 yeah. we'll do it bi weekly. I promise. We, we'll, we'll actually, mm-hmm. I'll actually, uh, shoot out updates and shoot out uh stuff on social media about all this yeah okay thank you guys all right um i'll probably get i'll i'll see if i i'll edit this podcast i'm I'm not even sure if i have to do any any uh real editing because i think everything we've said tonight is of stuff is of substance Mm -hmm. so i'll get um why uh look for us on spotify where i'll probably upload this podcast on spotify and all your all the other uh podcast aggregates or whatever podcast app you use 
so yeah uh good night everyone we'll see you in two weeks all right GG. bye